Hello Waterloo Road fans, it's Tom here, your podcast host, just popping in before we get going to tell you about our Patreon page. Patreon, as you surely know by now, is a subscription service where you can get extra stuff from Luke and myself. We are currently working our way through not one, but two other school-based shows on the Patreon. There are two episodes of Ackley Bridge available now, um, and we have just started recording episodes based on Phoenix Rise, the school-based TV show filming at my actual old school. Very odd. Um, We will also soon be doing our Waterloo Road Awards for the first chunk of Series 8. We will be doing more of our Waterloo Road fan fiction and we will hopefully be bringing you some new cast member interviews very soon. Loads of stuff on the Patreon that we are very excited to bring to you. And you can get to all of that by going to patreon.com slash Pod. And I would like to thank all of you who have already done so. So thank you to Laura, to Holly, to Lou Parsons, to Natalie, who is on Instagram at Natalie the Book Reader. Thank you to Eve to Frank, to Tom Percival, to Peter, to Alicia, to Eliza, who is at Waterloo X Road underscore on Instagram. Thank you to Rebecca Grimshaw, to Mel, to Becky, to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services. Thank you to Sarah Mython, to Joe Buckle, to Helen, who is on Instagram at red.head.red. Thank you to Avid Collector, to Kat, to Ollie C, to Emmy, to Matthew Kumar, to Aya, Thank you to Georgia Leah, who is the Avocado Bath on both Instagram and TikTok. Thank you to Joel, to Maddie, to Charlotte and to Lottie Smith. Thank you to all of you for your continued support. We both really appreciate it. And if you are listening now and you would love to join that list of shout outs, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Waterloo Road pod. And now without any further ado, let's get on with this week's podcast and the long awaited arrival of a certain Barry Barry. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everything From Nothing, the Waterloo Road podcast. I am Tom Beasley, your Waterloo Road super fan, joined as ever by Luke Stevenson as we embark on part two of series eight. Mm. Part... Are we still calling them chunks? Yeah, chunks. What's parts... the Scottish word for chunk? I, I, I don't know. Okay. Fried I, I... chunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. Single malt <laughs> chunk. Yeah. <laughs> A single malt was good. No, we don't know enough about. Because <laughs> I assume that double malt was good. Yeah, the more malts, the better. Yeah. Oh, I think getting of milkshakes. <laughs> I think you might be. <laughs> I think you might be. Um, this episode is called Bad Boy. Yeah, which makes not, more sense than most of the other episode titles. Not Bad Boy Jacket. No. No. Do we? We have a no. Bad Boy Collar Pop. Yeah. It's a, this show's lost its heritage. Yeah. It wouldn't be interesting if in the opening scene he was only wearing a jacket. <laughs> To be fair, it was. <laughs> so yes, uh, so- Sonia and Nikki are in the head turns. Spoilers. I, I just, I, I <laughs> that was like that genuinely was. I was like, oh. <laughs> but at least they have a head turn, so they spoil the show. But they have a proper head turn, synchronized head turns. Classic. But we didn't get our beginning of series cold open, which we always enjoy. No, yeah, we that's went true. straight into the. Uh, we got a previously on, didn't we? Yeah, I assumed we would get some kind of like um, Michael watching his dad be buried kind of thing. Yeah, but only to reveal that they're actually building a new school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, they've sold the school to Christian. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Um, so we meet uh, Jack, who is our kid of the week. Um, he's gone back home to look for his football kit. And then uh, he sees that Barry Barry has, is climbing down from his, his mum's bedroom window. Yeah, so my question, because I've seen mention of Barry Barry <laughs> um, on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, so good they named him twice. Yeah. Or, or so dull they only named him once and repeated it. <laughs> is this where we are as a society? <laughs> Can you imagine, even for a second, calling a child Barry whose surname is not Barry? Yeah. Let in, alone... In the 90s. <laughs> yeah. do, we, do you know Barry? I have no... Our age. I don't know I, a single Barry. I don't, think I've, I don't think I could have ever come within 200 miles of a Barry. I don't know a Barry of any age. It just doesn't Let exist. alone our age. <laughs> well, they're saying that their mum really liked extras. Barry Chuckle, God rest him, was the last Barry. That's, <laughs> that's my working theory. <laughs> That's, a, that's not a bad shout. Because yeah. <laughs> there's, no there's no more Nigels, is there? Like, people <laughs> aren't being named Nigel anymore. No. No. The last one was the Waterloo Road Head of Governors. Yeah, no, Nigel. <laughs> Barry. Barry Barry. Barry. Yep. I don't understand the kind of choreography of this moment when Barry jumps out the window, because if he's jumping out the window, that suggests they're trying to hide it. Yes. But he turns around, stares at him and winks. <laughs> Yes. That's not hiding it in my opinion. Well, I suspect that Jack's mum said, oh my goodness, that's Jack back, hide, and Barry didn't care. Yeah. Jack back, that sounds a bit similar, a bit of a funny, a weird thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> Barry, Barry. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, it's one thing to have sex with a teenager. Um, <laughs> that's a bold start to a sentence. <laughs> it's another thing when they're called Barry. <laughs> Yeah. It's another thing when they're called Barry Barry. Yeah. But I mean, he claimed to be older. And if someone said they were called Barry, you'd believe they were older. Call <laughs> cool, this 86 year old man uses good moisturiser. Yeah. And he's got a lot of acne. So Jack goes and confronts Barry Barry. Says, oh, I, 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 you know, I never wanted to see you again. And I don't want to see you again. Um, and then we see that Barry has a Waterloo Road tie. I do like the, the reveal with the tie. Yeah, it was I mean, good. it was quite clearly where it was going. Yeah, it was, quite, it, was, <laughs> it was good. It was enjoyable. It was that should have been the end of a cold open. Yeah. Well, they can't have a cold open that starts with, like, you know, just... There can't be dialogue in a cold open. In the cold opens they've done, I don't believe there's ever really any dialogue. No. There's sometimes dream sequence dialogue in the yeah. cold opens. And then there's sometimes when they're... Usually when they're leaving a baby somewhere, not the script. <laughs> yes. That's usually the cold opens. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, to be fair, like, Jack, he stares at the situation. He knows he wants this to be kept quiet, but a teenage boy is not keeping this from no. anyone. No. Uh, we find out that Sean might have to give evidence at Michael's trial. Um, no, no, it says, if this comes to trial, yeah. the evidence I could, I give, could result in his prosecution. Yes. Now, we're lawyers. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Well, well, surely if he's at a trial, he's already being prosecuted. Well, yes, that was that was what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, the, the the prosecution has happened. Yeah, yeah. The, so I think she means to say conviction. Yes. At which point you say that Sharon's not a smart woman. <laughs> I, I think what you say is that maybe the writers of this show did not understand the legal process as much as they hoped to. Really? The writers behind press charges. <laughs> if we both say we did it, we both. Get <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. Those those guys. <laughs> But Lorraine is is backing Michael over all this, saying you were there when your dad needed you. So back in the staff room, he, at this point, I want to ask a question. This because this is when she walks into his office. Yes, and he just sat and staring. Yes, have you ever just like 
sat instead, full of melancholy or something. Um, I'm not sure I have. I feel like I might have done it when I was an attention-seeking teenager, but then like... When, the... when your personality was the movie Garden State. Yes. <laughs> um, let's talk about that less. Um, and... Oh, I feel like you went through quite an experience when you showed that movie to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can sort of feel you going, oh, this movie isn't good. Yeah, also, <laughs> it's because you were the first person who A, wasn't a girl yeah. I had shown it to, and B, I wasn't trying to make out with. Yeah. Um, it only worked twice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I could you, feel I could feel you in real time going. This is a this is bad. It's not necessarily bad. It's just not for us anymore. Yeah, we've aged out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he and I was like, I just felt like in my head, I'd be like, why am I just sat staring at this? This is a ridiculous thing to do. I'm not being filmed. Yeah, it, it's only something that people being filmed yeah, would do. Yes, I think so. Um, so there's a brief line where uh, they're asking Grantley how the honeymoon was, and his only response is expensive. Very Grantley response. Um, so the new pupil referral unit is opening. We were sort of led to believe this was exclusively for Phoenix. Yes. Well, Phoenix is what inspired it so that they could keep him there. Yes. What a pupil referral unit does is so far, I'm not certain about it. Yeah. You'd feel like a show-based education would tell people. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. But yeah. it's neglected to tell us that. Apparently... It's just for Nikki Boston to brutalise children. Yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be. Which is, I guess, you know, fine. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to say, Tom Clarkson, yeah. looking svelte as hell in that staff room. Yeah. I feel like he had a bit of work in the off-season. <laughs> well, he's got he got Josh out of his hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's single, he's joined a gym. Yeah, he's joined a gym. Men of that age is what they do, isn't it? That's it, that's it. Um... So they've sort of populated this pupil referral unit with some of the previous kids with speaking roles, and then they've brought in a whole family <laughs> with, with which to populate the people. Yeah, they, unit. they've gone. Well, the last ten, chunk, ten, ten episodes weren't particularly good. What, what do we do? Let's press the Kelly button. Yes, they have. It's interesting because the, the show hasn't done this since the Kellys. Because I believe because the Kellys kind of interfered with the whole show format because yes. the Kellys dominated the show for what ten episodes, thirty yes. episodes. So. It, it didn't allow them to do a lot of what they wanted to do. No. But now they're just... I swear they're out of ideas, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they called one of them Barry Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to be in that brainstorm. I really would. It's, I feel like the person who says that should be fired. Yeah. <laughs> it really tests the there are no bad ideas <laughs> ethos, doesn't it? <laughs> Barry. Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am quite excited about the number of B-movie references. I might be able to... Uh, because he's called Barry B. Benson. Benson. Yeah, yeah. So if that if that second B in Barry B. Benson stands, stands for, for Barry. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, as you mentioned, Nikki Boston's been brought in to, to lead this new uh, unit. Um, and we find out later her, her many horrifying plans for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing was the people... Cause again, She's like one kids. step away from the trunchbull. <laughs> But like the kids were speaking roles in it. Scout, I, I do believe when Scout joined the school, she's been oh, I've got their names. Uh, Danielle and Alicia. Yeah, she's been Danielle and Alicia because when she came in, she was a bit like Kevin. Mm. She was your kind of good hunting kind of child who's really good at things. Well, I think I think what happened is she'd read to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, and well, that was as far as it went. Well, she's smarter than me on that basis. Yeah. 
<laughs> if, that, if that is the only indicator of intelligence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I once looked at the ticket prices to go see it in the West End, and that's <laughs> as close as I got. I, I've read it and I've seen the film. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Very expensive. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but like. <laughs> the, film, like she the, film, the film isn't. <laughs> I felt like she was at one point smart. Phoenix she was. She, she, was, she was definitely smarter than she is portrayed to be here. Yeah. Phoenix could do maths. Yeah, Phoenix Rhiannon, could do maths. of course, has always been here. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a lot of information about her history. Yeah, yeah. And her um, level of academic achievement. Yes. Uh, Grantley and Audrey in the staff room are sort of murmuring about the elephant in the room, and then Michael just sort of addresses, yes, I am facing criminal proceedings related to the death of my father. Yes, um, I was going to say, well, the governor's got involved, but it's not it's just Lorraine, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are no, there's no oversight. Yeah. <laughs> this would be in the press. Yes, of course it would. It'd be in the, absolutely be in the press. Yeah. Uh, remember, children being pulled out of the school when a 30-year-old news clipping that yes. Michael had beaten his father yeah. um, had been revealed. He's now going to trial for the murder of yeah. his father. Yeah. And there isn't a... The evacuation of there's, students. There's one throwaway line that some parents are taking their kids out of the school no. that Lorraine says. But it was a big plot point when the newspaper article came out. Mm-hmm. They were like, the flaming press were outside. Yeah, they were, they were the flaming press. They were there on fire. They were. They were. Connor was nearby. The, the, lady from, <laughs> the lady from the obituary section was there. She was. And she, she, she has more reason to be in this <laughs> yeah, one. She does. Yeah, she does. Um, so Michael does this speech. And then Audrey says, the debating society is discussing euthanasia. Would you like to come and speak? That's, it's really bad timing, it's isn't it? It's terrible. Like, if I was a teacher at a school, I'd be like, all right, let's check the debate in. Am I going to do this right before they... St- like, I don't want to be the main character at this Yeah. Time. And then, but like, so Michael does a, like a face as if to say, that's a ridiculous thing. But then 20 minutes later, apparently this is a thing he's doing. Yeah. Not that it comes to anything. No. It literally comes to nothing. So, uh, Christine then goes to speak to Michael, uh, apologises for everything that happened um, last term, thanks Michael for the second chance, and then Michael encourages her to apologise to Imogen, who is in the school and has scarring on her face and neck yeah. from the fire. Yeah, this is this this I survived Burns storyline is going to be a lot harder to erase after one episode than the last one, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, these are more visible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought they were going to fin Sharky her and it was going to be like nothing had happened. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Finn nearly died. <laughs> they didn't think he'd ever walk again. Yeah. But he was fine. He was okay. He got better. He's in Canada. <laughs> yeah, he is. So uh, uh, Imogen is the subject of, of gossip from some of the girls. Um, Liberty sort of chases them off. Um, and then we find out that Imogen hasn't seen Connor since the fire. Well, it's been a half term. It's been like a week, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, like a couple of weeks, yeah. She should realistically still be in hospital for burns, shouldn't she? Yeah. Okay, cool. Glad that we cleared that out. Um, also, I've totally forgotten. Tarek's not in this anymore, is he? No, he's not in it anymore. Because he, he just vanished. Yes. Um, he, and, and and Liberty is acting like he was never there. Yeah. <laughs> we thin sharply in Liberty. Yeah. yeah. It is... It's very funny. It's very Amy and Finn, that, isn't it? Yes. Because in about five minutes, she's like flirting with Jack. She was proposed to. <laughs> yeah. Based on the timeline, we think, two weeks ago. <laughs> but he was going off to do a kayak thing. Wasn't he going to be on the, uh, oh, on yeah. the like, the, the, like para kayaking yeah. team? But appa- right. Apparently that means he has to go away forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because as we know, there are no kayaks or locks. <laughs> 
No. There's, there's nowhere where you could kayak in Scotland. No, no, famously, famously. <laughs> it's all the monsters. Yeah. Um. So. I do enjoy this, right? Because then the Barrys walk in. Yes, they do. The Barrys. And um, Grantley and Tom look at the mother like she's a cup of gravy. <laughs> A cup of gravy. Uh, it's just like you know, like that, like a, a kind of a man thing, where the roast is there, and then someone brings in the gravy. Bowl. I, I'm sorry, I never want to hear you say the phrase "man thing" again. <laughs> and yeah, and the gravy boat, and they bring the gravy boat, and they all look at it, and go, "Ooh, I'll have a bit of that. Pour it on my pie." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like a cup of. Gravy. But yeah, they get a very, very foreboding entrance. Yeah. Do you know how this show is written by Southerners? Uh-huh. Because they want, they decided they wanted to have a crime family enter this school in Scotland, and they just couldn't make them Scottish. They had to make them Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why are they... You didn't have Scouse people yeah. when the show was in Manchester. No. Let alone Glasgow. <laughs> Um, so, well, well uh, Carol Barry is played by Zoe Lucker, mm-hmm. who was best, who was quite a big deal at this point because she was the star of Footballers' Wives. Yeah, she, yeah, she had that vibe, which was massive, um, and was also created by the same two people who created Waterloo Road. Interestingly, uh, uh-huh. um, which I suppose explains the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was quite a big deal bit of casting that they brought Zoe Lucker in. Yeah, and then they saw the script. Yeah. 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 Um, Tom, I always I find like the element of this quite baffling because Thomas is like, oh, how I mean, do we have to have them in? Because Tom, of course, has no experience of families of troublemakers entering yeah. the school. In fairness, it didn't didn't go well. I mean, <laughs> the cuddling dynasty's dying body in a matter of months. I only thought I'd have you with my cup of gravy. No, no. I really thought you'd understand me that. No. I don't even like gravy, but it's something that men do. <laughs> something that men Have you ever seen that picture of, um, it's like Sam Allardyce at like a Sky Sports thing, and I think it's Hayley McQueen, and he's literally looking at her, and it's so horrible, because like a proper old man like looking at her like she's a hot meal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I and haven't. That's what this, I haven't this seen game. that. Um, so we find out that the Barry family's dad is in prison for armed robbery. The kids have a history. He's in prison for being scouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in prison for being scouts. It's just like, again, that classic Southerner writing. is just like, oh, here are the kids. Where are their dad? Guess. Yeah, yeah. The kids have a history of violence and being excluded from places. Um, so they go in to see Michael and uh, uh, Casey Barry is immediately making cracks about Michael's dad. It turns out that Casey and Barry Barry were both excluded from Havelock for violence. Um, and they were also excluded for violence from their previous school in Liverpool. At least they explain that they were in Liverpool at some point. I, yes, well, obviously, Tom. <laughs> yeah, but like before, they've just sort of allowed a sort of melange of various northern <laughs> accents to exist in the same place. I do hate when you do that. Is this because I said the word melange? Yes. Is this crepuscular all over again? Oh my god. Melange. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It's just... Maybe it's because it's your voice. <laughs> There's like a Tory I know. Mm-hmm. And if she said melange, I'd go, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right there with your truffle marmite. Yeah. Um, but when you say it, it just feels wrong. Okay. I'd hate to see what uh, Barry Barry... <laughs> Like, More we, so. we, we can't we can't say clearly enough. He's called Barry Barry. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I um 
Because we ran out of jokes a long time ago on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Can we call him Barry Never Barry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose we can. <laughs> Barry, Barry, Barry Never Barry. Barry Never Barry. Uh, it's, uh, it's Barry Never Never Barry. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, at least there's something. <laughs> at least there's something to get you through the next ten weeks. Oh, is he only in 10 weeks? Mm? Is he only in 10 episodes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much Barry Barry banter I've got left in me. No. Well, given, given that that's the level we're at after less than one episode, <laughs> I don't hold out much hope for us. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, the, the people referral unit is their last chance. Yeah. This, this particular, they have been chased out of every single school in Northern England yeah. up to Glasgow. And they said, well, establish what a pupil referral unit is. Because if these have been referred into it from outside, why are the kids who are already inside the school there? Surely it's for kids who can't go elsewhere. And it's to have them in a special, confined environment where they get special education. Yeah. And then they can be rehabilitated into polite society. Yeah, well, and surely it's 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 either for kids who need a bit of extra help academically, or it's for psychopaths. It can't be for both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is what this clearly yeah, is. Yeah, like I don't feel like that helps because either they, group. Really. They say anything like Casey was excluded for violence. Okay, I wish they'd show some of that tendency in her yeah. in the first two episodes that she's in because they don't. So it's just like Casey. Casey is here because she's scouse. <laughs> Dynasty isn't no. Um, no, Dynasty is is given given to Imogen as a sort of <laughs> companion. <laughs> and it, it's like, um, have, have you ever in real life met anyone as Scouse as Dynasty is? She does. The, <laughs> she, she does the head shake that actors do when they're acting Scouse. Yeah. Now I don't know if she like the actress know, is. No, I don't know. But it's like it's a very notable like Hollyoaks like when they're really the heads wobbling because of how Scouse yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, so um, Michael is then talking to Imogen says the inquiry into the fire found the fault was with the workmen who left the paint stripper out yeah not, the, not rather than the people who set fire to it yeah, those, <laughs> those uh, workmen who for some reason went hey here's this paint stripper I'm going to pour it over yeah. all of the surfaces yeah yeah um, it's a nice little throwaway thing there for the minute yeah um, um, but Michael says Miss, Mrs Mulgrew is on an official warning of course for causing a fire okay because she she claimed that she had caused the fire by having a cigarette yes okay so she's on for smoking at school basically for, well yes I guess I suppose so um, Blair's Britain Blair's Britain it's not Blair's Britain don't remind me <laughs> um, so uh, Phoenix addresses the, the the Barry never Barry shaped elephant in the room that his name is Barry Barry yeah um, and Rhiannon uh, thinks that Casey is a bloke, so it's a good start. Yeah, yeah. good start all round. Good banter. Um, and then Nikki comes in and says the days will begin with circuit training, <laughs> and then they're going to do like one to one sessions about their future and then life skills. So they're not learning anything, no, like no. academically to get qualifications. We had um, groups like that though. Yeah, but but the whole point is that they're helping. Because the, they're struggling academically. They don't seem to be doing any of the academic subjects. Well, no, but like, because we said this before, and there was like a group of kids in my year group who 
once they got to a certain point, I think they had to do like the basics, the cores, yeah. the English, the maths, the sciences. The sciences. Um, thank you. And but after that, they basically they would go to the college. They would do different kind yes. of like you know proper jobs. Yes, and I understand and that, you know that bring up those kids don't have thirty grand of university <laughs> debt. I understand that being a portion of it, but for the whole the whole thing to be circuit training, life skills. Mm-hmm. None of the the academic bit. Well, maybe like because you know, then maybe maths is life skills. I can't think of any. <laughs> well, they talk about um, they're calculating something with Mister Chalk later. Oh yeah, I can't remember what it is. It's like a food shop. Yeah, like a cost of a household bill of some sort. Yeah. yeah. We find out that um, uh, Scout's got this letter, and it's that Liam is moving Foster home. Yeah, and she's worried. About how she's not going to see him because she chose to move to Glasgow yeah. when she was perfectly fine in the school that she was in. Yeah. Or in the area that she was yeah, in. Yeah, the school she was in is yeah, gone. Yeah. <laughs> the area that she was in. Yeah. Nah, she goes to Glasgow. Oh no, why am I ever going to see my brother who is not capable of movement? <laughs> well, we've seen he is capable of moving. He barrels along. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there he can run up to her in 20 minutes. <laughs> if anything, too capable of movement. That was the problem. We were talking before the podcast about how I believe if it didn't get tougher the further you ran, I could do a London Marathon in four and a bit hours. Yeah. Liam could do it in eight minutes. <laughs> he could. Good. Yeah, a good headwind behind him. <laughs> he could do it. A good headwind behind him. Yeah. That's not the... That's a tailwind. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. You're going to drop melange <laughs> like you're some kind of great thinker and then say headwind behind him and expect to get away with it. Look, I don't do movement. It's not my specialty. <laughs> no, I deal in verbosity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Anything I can do stationary. That's what <laughs> that's what I deal in. Um so for some reason, so Imogen um brings Dynasty to Christine's lesson. And for some reason, Imogen decides to have the conversation about Connor with Christine publicly so everyone can hear. Yeah, but I guess if you're if you believe a teacher burned your face. <laughs> You would want the teacher to face some kind of public comeuppance. I suppose, I suppose. But she's not interested in that. She's interested in Connor Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, um, because she'd said, because Dynasty had asked, you know, not being funny, but what happened to your face? (laughs) And and Imogen says, ask Miss Mulgrew. She knows all about it. If I'm Dynasty, that's a weird thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. I watched the last 10 episodes. Exactly. Um, so uh, uh, Dynasty does ask, um, and Christine says, you know, I must take responsibility for the fire, and I'm sorry, Imogen, for what happened. Yes, which is growth. It is It is interesting to see that Christine has been cured of alcoholism in two weeks. Yes. I, I like that for her. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I've never been cured of alcoholism. Do you reckon it takes that long? Um, yeah, if anything, I could do it in a couple of days. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> she said, don't drink. How hard could it be? Just That's it. <laughs> What about withdrawal? What? <laughs> yeah, what about withdrawal? The very real thing we dealt with in several episodes of the last chunk. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, um, yeah, I kind of, because the show kind of writes off as like, this is easy, but it's like, I know having like stopped drinking Coke Zero for a couple of days, the effect of that has on yes. me. And yeah, I couldn't imagine something that's actually addictive. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Chalky says to Kevin, that they have the official green light for him to move in. Um, and it, Kevin sort of seems like he's kind of trying to play it cool a bit, but he clearly is quite excited about it, which is nice, I think. Yes. 
Uh, I do think it's odd that Chalky, as we have now established, was in foster care. Yes. He doesn't seem to play the foster carer role particularly coolly. No. you think he would know what a kid being moved around in foster care would want. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to do any of that. No. Um, so uh, Jack and Liberty are like flirting. Barry shows up to sort of make a crack about Liberty because he knows her from Havelock. There's some banter about Jack's mom. And then that immediately turns into, because that little confrontation there, it leads to him like talking about the per- people referral unit. Yeah, he says they keep the special ones behind locked doors. Yeah. And then Tom's like, you can't say that, so that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but in that scene, mm-hmm. Tom says the phrase, the PRU unit. <laughs> Oh, for hardcore fans, you're about to see a redux of Tom's pin number. And let me tell you, that's the most offended I've been by this show. Oh, well, yeah, tight three minutes here. <laughs> I don't need to. It's it's wrong. It is not called a pupil referral unit unit. And I can't I can't deal with the whole series of this. Yeah, and then um, Jack in his conversation with Tom says he says out loud. Barry Barry is having sex with my mum. <laughs> and, and I've been using this phrase a lot recently, but I mean it earnestly. You'd have to waterboard that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Flannel on the face, electric charges on the nipples, the whole nine yards. I'm not giving that up for nothing. Yeah. Can I? Can we um, diverse for a second? Yeah. I want to work out the time scales of Barry Never Barry's sex with Jack's mum, if I may. Uh, okay. Because that it <laughs> to go a bit Sherlock on this. <laughs> so Jack leaves for school. I don't remember that episode of Sherlock. Okay. <laughs> it went off the rails yeah. at the end. Um, Jack leaves for school. Barry Barry must also leave for school. Yeah. Um, but instead of going to school. Barry Never Barry goes to Jack's house. Yes. Um, Jack, on his way to school, realises he's forgotten something, so he goes back home. Yes. But still, he, but he still manages to get to school on time after the sex is discovered and after the incident. Yeah. So at most, Barry Barry must have had, what, a five-minute window? And, and he's, got, he's got to rig up a camera in That's that time. <laughs> he's got to rig up a camera. Do you know what? Do some groundwork, lad. I mean... She, she's risking it all to have sex with a teenager and he ain't even putting the work in. <laughs> It's <laughs> look, yeah. I, I'm not prepared to go into any more detail on this. He's just not. He's just you know. You can't. You can't get the bad boys anymore. I no. think is is where we're at. <laughs> um, can't get the staff. So there's a bit where so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I one point here in my note is yeah, I kill myself. I don't know what it's related to. <laughs> oh, I know what it's relating to. It's when the thing goes on the on the screen. Okay, so Scout. <laughs> Scout is sat on the back of Nikki's like truck thing because Nikki had taken her phone away and she's demanding her phone back and it doesn't go very well and Nikki like says, I'm going to make you run from here to Mongolia or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Liam's on his way, try and catch him up. Oh, I love that idea that Liam becomes a pace setter for marathons. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael wants to do an assembly to counter the negative opinions about the PIU. <laughs> I just they do this all the time in the show and no teacher will act this way. It's like, look, look at these ones over here. You think they're freaks, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> look at the people we've put off in their own side of the building. Yeah. 
so and there's a bit where because this doesn't come to anything either the the debate the the euthanasia debate mm-hmm. the existence of that is really weird because it also it, the, the pru kids are all like oh we want to go to the debate mm-hmm. um and they're like and nikki's like oh, okay if you write me x amount of words or whatever on on this debate you can go but no, it doesn't because the debate doesn't happen <laughs> what, what are we doing yeah, and then so many kids who want to give up their lunchtime for a debate about euthanasia. Oh, it's, oh, I don't even... I don't think I'd give up five minutes of a meal to debate euthanasia. No. We're not debating it here. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, they're While doing, we're on the topic. They're, they're going to do the assembly, and uh, uh, Barry, <laughs> Barry Never Barry, says to Tom, oh, I'm not going to reveal anything about Jack's mom to the school. Um, and then Nikki hands him the uh, the like control of the projector thing. He's like, "Well, here we go." <laughs> um, and Barry plays the film of him in bed with Jack's mom. Okay. The thing is, though, because you, you can hear a snippet of dialogue that she says. Yes. Um, where she's like, "Oh, maybe I've spoiled him." Yeah. Okay. Imagine being a woman who's having sex with a teenager. Okay. <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> Imagine that teenager being called Barry. Now. <laughs> okay. Imagine being someone that your child goes to school with. Yeah. And then imagine actively discussing your own child's behaviour with that child yeah. in bed with them. In fairness, she doesn't know. I, but the fact that she's on camera here is irrelevant. She's still... No, no, no. She doesn't know that it's Barry Barry who goes to school with her. So I feel like she does it, but she said, no. she said he was older at first. I feel like she knows. I don't think she knows. Still, it's very weird. I think she thinks it's it's some bloke who has lots of teenage acne. Yeah. <laughs> this um, th- what happens from here on out is mad from a world post like revenge porn. Yes, it is. It's, it's, yeah. Where someone I don't know who, but like some kind of influencer has gone to jail very recently yeah. for this exact thing which yeah. is filming a sex tape and uploading it without someone's permission yeah and in this at no point does anyone hold Barry Never Barry to account no. for this no there's a very brief scene with Michael and Carol Barry where they're sort of talking about how much trouble Barry could be in for it and um, she sort of suggests that he filmed it so he'd have a record of him being exploited and, and I think that... The, and then Michael says he didn't, uh, he didn't look very exploited on the camera. No, yeah, I, I don't know. But yes, you are right. It is it is absurd, the lack of attention they give to that element of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's at this point that um, Tom is talking to Jack and uh, you can hear Jason Doan's spirit die <laughs> because he says the line, we'll be dealing with Barry Barry. Not yeah. you. And you can hear it in his voice. He's, yeah, he's, His voice says, why am I here? He's just like, I am. I'm in Scotland. I'm in, <laughs> such, I'm in such good shape, but I'm also in Scotland reading this script out yeah. loud. Yeah. I'd love to have him on the show. Because he, he can't go back no. with a new one. No. Just you know, unless it turns into a sci-fi, yeah. um, <laughs> he could do like a like a like a, like a dream sequence. Yeah, which I'm not against. No, um, no, I'd, I'd be down. I'd for love that. to have him on this. I'd love to know what he thought in the last couple of series of this. Yeah. Um. So, but they do like a senior leadership meeting with Michael and Sean and Tom. There's nothing of substance in the meeting, but the camera is like swirling around, like a Michael Bay scene. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like bad boys. The camera is like going around. It's weird. 
so um, Michael sort of has a go at Barry Never Barry about all of this. He says, it says like, you know, um, we can't have the PRU fail. Yeah. Who decides if it fails? Who's the, who's the scorecard of this? Well, spoilers next week. They've lost one of them already. <laughs> <laughs> you say spoilers for next week's episode when I just revealed that I know that Tom does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, so Barry and Barry never Barry and Phoenix come up with a plan to like send the full video to people for a fee. Phoenix, honestly, there's being hard up as a teenager. It's not being this hard up. No. You're asking a boy if you can distribute his sex tape for yeah, him. It is weird. It's so sad. Yeah. No. Yeah, he goes up to him and basically says, "Can I watch you have sex?" Yeah. Which I can't imagine ever having that conversation with anyone. No, no. So Imogen uh, had... uh, So Christine had said to Imogen that Connor was not feeling well and he was at home. So Imogen goes to their house and uh, Connor's sort of there, but he's he's lurking like the Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) If when you're at home avoiding life, I don't just stand. (laughs) By a window. (laughs) I'll be in bed moping. The one place I wouldn't be is by the window to the outside (laughs) world. Um, Mrs. Havisham uh, L- Lorraine is rightly baffled by the fact this euthanasia debate is happening yeah like you're having a debate about what <laughs> yeah I don't know if it's in I don't know if it's in this scene but Lorraine basically says oh don't worry about the debate I'll make it go away and, and then that, it, that's, and that, that's and it it, it does goes. to her credit it does go away <laughs> <laughs> Michael is talking to Christine he says he believes his actions were justified um, next week is when they're going to find out about the trial. My note here is Tom's going to call Michael and Christina freestyle, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, the, the football trials are happening. I want that goalkeeper investigated for match fixing. <laughs> um, Casey is really good at football, um, but the, the League Cup, as they say, won't allow girls to play on boys' teams past the age of 14. Yeah. And then she goes, you're going to kick me out because my face doesn't fit. And it's like, no, because you're a girl. He just said it. It's, 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 yeah, there are rules. Um, and Michael says, oh, maybe she could play friendlies. Um, yeah, if only someone at Waterloo Road had experience of setting up and coaching an all-girls football <laughs> yeah, yeah, if only. If only. What a, what a strange notion. Um, Nikki's car... Maybe she can join the cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nikki's car's been stolen. Uh, she does a really nice comedy double take. It's like Looney Tunes where she walks past and yeah. doesn't notice it and then walks back. It's very Looney Tunes. Um, Are there a lot of cars stolen in the Looney Tunes? No, but it's like you, you they walk past and they've missed something that we as the audience have seen. Also, you're calling it Tunes. Tunes, yes. But it's, Looney it, Tunes. It's Tunes. No, no, it is. Oh, it's... Why would it be Tunes? It, uh, They're uh, cartoons. I'm pretty sure it's Tunes. <laughs> oh, God. One, one of our lives is about to be changed. I, I'm a good 80% sure I'm right. You are, you are. <laughs> Yes. Why? <laughs> Why would it be that? They don't play music. Idiot. <laughs> I love that the thing you learned there was like, no, they are wrong. <laughs> but they are. We can all agree Looney Tunes makes much more sense. <laughs> because they're cartoons and they're loony. Yeah. yeah. They're not playing music. They are in some of them. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> they're cartoons in all of them. <laughs> um, how have we got to this? Um, 
This episode's going to be six months. Oh, it's God. They always, they always, like, I keep trying to move on. <laughs> they always wank it on. <laughs> they drop in something mad, like a Barry Barry. <laughs> and from that moment on, the whole episode is a write-off. So, Nikki confronts Scout, who pleads ignorance about the car theft. Um, Which at some point, Nikki says, Scout sold my car, and all the other teachers would go, no, Scout hasn't. Because yeah. <laughs> she's just not the type. Yeah. There's one There's one bit, I can't remember if it's this week or next week, I think it's next week, where Tom basically says that to Nikki. Like, yeah, <laughs> they let her go nuts for a week. Yeah. <laughs> going, uh, by the way, Scout's not the type. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jack is like, you know, he's on the warpath about Barry Never Barry, and Dynasty tries to stop him. And then, so uh, Barry Never Barry leaves the class to go to the bathroom. And the sound effect of Barry Never Barry pissing is so excessive. <laughs> it's, 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 it sounds like someone's like, someone's bleeding a radiator. <laughs> well, he's had, he's had a morning of it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but then, then uh, uh, Jack confronts him with a, with a baseball bat and starts smashing up the bathroom. And Tom and Nicky arrive just as he's about to... To, to hit Barry Never Barry with the bat. Yeah. yeah. I thought it'd been funnier if when he turned around it was Barry Never Barry's mum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, we've gone past the part where, because when Michael is talking about this with Mother Barry... That's the next scene. Oh, is it? All right, no, mind, keep going. Um, no, you, well, you may as well carry on, because it's oh. literally the next scene. When he was talking about it with Mother Barry, um, he goes, he kind of explains to her, you know, he re- put a film of himself um, on camera, and he goes, that's all that bad. He goes having sex and that delivery of having sex because I'm not sure if his if his soul's breaking in the same way as Jason does yeah. but it's just like having sex it's just so and it's also like at one point he goes it was it was years 12 and 13 and it was stopped in seconds Michael that's not that's not fine no <laughs> no they only saw it at max two or three minutes of pornography <laughs> It's very odd. I mean, um, Tom, he's a, he's a, he's a teenager. Two or three well, minutes. Yeah, well, quite. Um, so... He spends that long lighting the cigarette afterwards. Yeah. Michael points out that, that, that Barry Never Barry is 18, but Carol says, you know, he's vulnerable and this woman took advantage. Um, and then Carol goes and finds Barry Never Barry and lamps him one. Um, and, and Grantley is very appreciative of this. Yeah. That's justice because she looks like gravy. Sure. A cup of grape. Um, uh, it's at this point in the episode where I just went, where's Tarek? <laughs> he, he's kayaking. He's kayaking away. Um, Lorraine is is angry about everything that's happened today. She says, we've got a mobster's wife beating their son in the corridor. We've got sex tapes and this debate is still happening. <laughs> so Tom then warns Michael not to be too harsh on Jack. Says, surely you can understand being driven to do something out of character. Which of Michael's transgressions is he talking about? Is he talking about the the the, the quote unquote murder? Well, it's either trying to kill his dad when he was a teenager, yeah. um, letting that boy get hit by a car a couple of months ago. Stab Wayne. Stab Wayne. Rest in peace. Poor poor one out for Stab Wayne. Rest in pieces. Um, no, he's, he's alive. Stab Wayne survived. <laughs> It's not so evil. That's how hard that band here. Um, and or yeah, letting his dad take medicine to the guys. Um, but it, it felt like one of those really clumsy attempts they do to draw parallels between the, the stories. Every attempt they've ever tried to draw a parallel between Michael and his dad has always been clumsy. Yeah. So uh, Jack and his mum are talking because uh, she's she's coming to the school and she says the thing with Barry and other Barry has been going on for a few weeks. 
Um, and then Tom basically tells Jack to like, you know, this has happened, so you need to move on from it. Yeah. Which is odd that Tom gives him that speech when there's nothing in Tom's story. Because like, it's quite an impassioned speech. Yeah. So couldn't Tom have had a story this week which means that, you know, that relates something to him? Or just be like, he's saying, we have to just go, oh, Tom's an expert in moving on because of the litany, litany of bodies in his past. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, so Imogen goes and confronts Christine, says, you're intent on keeping me and Connor apart. Uh, you've ruined both of our lives. So, and then she just goes, you're 16, get over it. You'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jack's mum says that Barry never Barry had claimed to be older and, you know, I felt lonely after your dad left and then they do the Kid of the Week reconciliation bit. Yes, that's good. I still feel like you'd reconcile this that quickly. He seems over it in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Just in the school day. I, f- I feel like it'd take more time to process that. Yeah. Um, uh, Liberty invites Jack to go and see a film, not as a date. Not as a date. It sounds like a date. It sounds like a date. What films have you been to see on a date? Um, I've, I've definitely told the story before because um, I, I, I haven't been on many dates in my life but yeah. I went on a date to see the film Johnny English Reborn oh yes you have told that story yes. before and, and the girl I was on the date with loved it oh, and yeah. I didn't and there was no second date oh, yeah. um, <laughs> oh see I felt, I felt like in my head that story is your laughter because you, you have a particular brand of laughter um, just put her off so much because you're enjoying the movie <laughs> oh I did not laugh at Johnny English Reborn once <laughs> <laughs> that is a terrible movie oh god just imagine imagine if you hadn't if you liked Johnny English Reborn if Johnny English Reborn <laughs> was a better movie sliding doors yeah. moment you owe your what your marriage to Rowan Atkinson and Richard Curtis making a bad movie yeah yeah no I went to see Percy Jackson and the Lion yeah I think you've also we, we only have about four anecdotes between yeah. us <laughs> Say that at one time I was dating, and I saw Rio. On a Did date. you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why Rio? I don't know. It was on <laughs> the, the animated one with the the parrots. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the um, Titan Crew song in it as well. <laughs> it, it's not a terrible movie. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better I, than Johnny English Reborn. I'm telling you, like sixteen, seventeen, Tom. I wasn't trying to get them all hot and bothered. It was. <laughs> do you want to go out and watch a film? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, I wouldn't choose it as a date film. You chose Johnny English Reborn. <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> well, it clearly wasn't a good choice. Uh, Barry is like uh, goading Jack's mum, and then Carol Barry turns up and confronts Jack's mum and accuses her of pouring over him, and he's just a kid. Yeah. So if I um, and then she suddenly says, "Oh, watch! I take your son home." I can't, at that moment, I expected Jack to go, "Oh, hang on." <laughs> 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 While this is on the table, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did genuinely believe there would be like a kind of like reverse, you know, Stifler's mum, Finch's mum mm. kind of thing happening here. Yeah, no such luck. Um, so uh, the events of the day have led to Jack not being football captain anymore. Phoenix is now the captain. I genuinely thought they were going to do some kind of like she's the man storyline with Casey. <laughs> I did. I don't think it's off the table even. Oh, though. it's got it's got to be. The yeah, yeah. one where there's like an injury. Yeah. And I'll put her in as a ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen. Um, so uh, Barry um, Barry and Phoenix are still keen to sell, keep selling this video, but Dynasty has deleted it. Imagine, imagine having to scroll through your brother's phone to find <laughs> 
find the, the sex talk. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Um, so uh, at the football match, um, Michael says to Barry, never Barry, I'm going to keep an eye on you. Um, and then Sean tells Michael that she has been called as a prosecution witness. And if, if it does go to trial, she will have to tell the truth. Yeah. Do you know what happens? Nothing. Nothing. This tension goes nowhere. No. And then even in the next time trailer, they set up this idea that she could be head teacher yeah. if it goes to trial. Yeah, yeah. So then you're kind of like, oh, this is all going to play into it. She's going to have to make this choice about what yeah. she wants. No, yeah. nothing. Nope. Nothing. Um, I have some... We do strong football opinions sometimes. Oh, yes, do this. Do you, know, do you see what squad number Jack is wearing? He's wearing number one. He's wearing number one. This is ridiculous. That is, it's the most wrong about football this show has ever been. Yeah, it's like, it must be that their rugby kit and football kit is the same. Yeah. That must, that, you know, but I'm against it. <laughs> I'm striking not be stronger against this. What's the goalkeeper wearing? What is the goalkeeper wearing? Is the goalkeeper skinned? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I, I, I rewound because I was like, is, was he wearing number one? <laughs> Outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. He's supposed to be a sweeper. <laughs> also, it didn't, didn't look like an 11 aside pitch or 11 aside no, game. No, no, very much. <laughs> I was trying to work it out. It looks... They're too old for seven aside, surely. Yeah, yeah, but if he got the numbers. Uh... <laughs> it's only a friendly, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess so, because Casey was playing. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, Christine gets home finds Connor uh, by the door crying like how am I going to ever face her with what I did and then uh, back at the school uh, Nikki gets an email um, and it's you know about, like oh want to find your car look here and her car is on an auction website and then we see that Barry Never Barry is with the car because he is selling it Barry he just doesn't seem the type yeah yeah but then I guess at the end you know we prove that he's not a good fella he's a he's a bad fella mm-hmm <laughs> God. Everyone, because everyone listens to this, right? Everyone loves B movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, apart from you. <laughs> apart from me. I don't. I don't dislike B movie. <laughs> I think B movie is absolutely fine and okay, and it's fine that it exists in the world. The <laughs> problem is that you and our other friend just absolutely battered because me with it for like two like, years. It's like a fever dream. You <laughs> went to the movie ones. Movie one day. Actually, I think I saw that on a date. I was like, I was like, fourteen, fifteen. Some of those scenes would have given a weird energy to the day. <laughs> I was like, fourteen, fifteen. But it was like, it's one of those things where you go with like a group of friends, yeah. but, the, but the girl that you were with at the okay. time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, kind of dateish, but yeah. And then you kind of just, it just like sits in your head afterwards. And goes, that was not a normal kids animated movie. That was, that was that was something special. Because yeah, he's not a good fella. He's a bad fella. Sure. Um, yeah, that's the end. I, you know what? I didn't hate this episode. Uh, yeah, it has a nice chaotic energy to yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. It felt like a sort of it felt like vintage Waterloo Road in terms of its energy. And yeah, because it moved at quite a pace as it well. It did. It really did. Which uh, the show hasn't been doing for a long time, yeah. and that meant that you didn't get bogged down in like say because we said this is a pre revenge porn law era. Yeah. So that should be a bigger deal. We should we should have had a, a, a you know a ten minutes moralizing over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the show just moves on. They, at a they pace. should have at least done the here are both sides of the debate in a concise five minutes. Yeah. Scene. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the other thing, because it's like, because um, I, I take every opportunity to move this up because Euphoria is rubbish. Um, but I, like, I, have, I haven't seen it, so I don't have a strong opinion to. But it's to rubbish. Um, but 
one of the main characters here is based his whole thing is in the first few weeks he spends every character he can he gets them to send news and he goes you've just been involved in a distribution of child pornography right and I'm going to use this against you and it's like what, why is this happening yeah but this show just moves past it it's yeah. fine they're over with it so uh, yeah I quite enjoyed this I thought it was I thought it was so, yeah, sort of solid kind of decent yeah it's chaotic enough um, next time trailer uh, there's uh, Carol Barry saying there's money here we've just got to find it um, she spent all of this week saying keep a low profile yeah. and next week she's like write my criminal yeah. children and then they sort of somewhat misleadingly cut from that to Harley and Phoenix winning the lottery and yeah. you're like oh that's the story yeah that, those two things never interlink they never interlink <laughs> Phoenix already has a business interest in Barry never Barry yeah, yeah, he, does, he does so you thought you yeah. could have exploited him for this yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then we see that Phoenix and Harley's dad is there as well um and then we also get uh, Lorraine wanting Sean to be the new head teacher, as we, we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, what's um? We have to have some Barry Manilow on, don't we, for the playout song? Well, actually, we're spoiled for choice with the playout song because of Barry Manilow. So in the, the the scene where Barry puts the video on, sorry, who? Barry never Barry. Thank you. Puts the video on. Uh, we get sabotaged by the Beastie Boys, Ooh. which is an unusually high profile yeah. song. Song made famous by Star Trek two thousand and nine. <laughs> There's also um, an Eminem and Pink song over the football match called uh, called Won't Back Down. And then the, the finale with Barry Never Barry on the car is soundtracked to Placebo's cover of Running Up That Hill. By, yes, by, by Running Up That Hill. And what's so weird is obviously that was such a cultural moment a year ago. Yeah. The idea that, that just exists in yeah. Waterloo Road. Yeah. What do you prefer? The placebo cover of Running Up That Hill or the Skylar cover of I Bricked Riot from the new series? <laughs> the, the I Bricked Riot one was beautifully deployed. I haven't listened to that probably a thousand times since <laughs> So if Waterloo Road's given you nothing, it's uh, given you that. Yeah, yeah. It's given you that rich, rich part of your cultural life. <laughs> um, which should we go for? I think we go for Running Up That Hill. Yeah, yeah. Let's pretend to be culturally relevant a year which, ago. Which my daughter calls the, the Stranger Things song. The Stranger Things song. She's watched series one and a bit of Stranger Things, but yeah. she just goes as the Stranger Things song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to an entire generation, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs>